What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 219. We're here on Tuesday, September 22nd. We are 42 days away from the presidential election. And let me tell you something. I'm over here counting some money. So, <laughs> the uh, game has changed. <laughs> we all know that on Friday night, uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, setting up a showdown over a Supreme Court seat just weeks before the election. It's what we conservatives have been waiting for for a generation. And now the time is here. This October surprise is good. Well, you know, fantastic. Remember, you remember back in July, yeah. I called this. Oh, yeah. I said that Something's she's going to be the October surprise. Yeah. It was a few weeks early, and those weeks are key. And we're going to talk about yeah. why those weeks are key in a second. Uh -huh. But it's time to get ready for war. Yes. It's time to fix bayonets and take no prisoners. I fight. Because I we're fight. doing it. We're yeah. going to fill the seat, and we're going to win the election. And then— All the loose ends are tied, by the way. Today, all the loose ends were tied. Oh, yeah. Once we do that— and win the election, the owning of the libs will be complete. Mm -hmm. And then it's only upwards from there. Yep. And we the have is yet to come. We have the votes. We do. We have the votes. We have the votes. We found out this morning that even squishy Mitt Romney will be siding with us on this one. Yeah. And I mean he really had no excuse not to. Not yeah. to mention that if he went against us on this one, he'd probably have all of Utah on his doorstep. Oh yeah. With exactly. pitchforks. I mean, <laughs> I mean we if if he had, had done what, what Dems wanted him to do, we should have focused everything on on destroying him come re-election time well yeah yeah you know, you know and he's it's still like i tweeted this morning i said yeah. this is a good step toward getting back on the team he Mitt, still but needs, still yeah, got a he lot still to go. has to run like five more marathons before he gets back into my good graces yeah i agree I the agree. voting for impeachment the one article with dems he should have been expelled from the party mm -hmm. he, i mean the man is still persona grata but He's on the right track. He's on the starting line of yeah. the long journey towards redemption. But he could fuck us over still, by the way. Yeah. There's still has, plenty of time. But. He has some time to redeem himself. But, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. this is you know, this is a good first step. It's yeah. like the what, – what's it? The 12-step program? Yeah, 12-step program. He's in like yeah. two. He has to admit two. that he's wrong. <laughs> yeah. And, and beg for forgiveness. Yeah, like the that's dog the dog that he is. That's the beg like one. a dog for forgiveness. So it looks like we will be finding out on Saturday who the nominee will be for this Supreme Court seat. Mm. Uh, President Trump just tweeted this morning that he's going to announce the pick on Saturday from the White House. The exact time is TBA to be announced for now. We'll probably do it at like 7 o'clock. At night? At night, I yeah. hope it's at night. Yeah. I hope tonight, not in the middle of the day, because I yeah. got a lot of shit going on this Saturday. But yeah, Saturday's for uh, the boys, man. It looks like the nominee will be a woman, and it looks like the two finalists for this position are Judge Amy Coney Barrett. Oh, my. Who is in the Seventh Circuit Court, and uh, Judge Barbara Lagoa, who is in the Eleventh Circuit Court. Both are, also, both are good candidates, actually. Yeah, there's also a dark horse, Allison Rushing, Rushing who is a judge on the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals. Um, that's kind of more of the dark horse here. I, I feel like it really comes yeah. down to between ACB and Lagoa. Yeah, so she's like the Robert Hardiman, that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Amy Coney Barrett was at the White House yesterday, yeah. and Trump is scheduled to meet with Barbara Lagoa when he yeah. is in Florida on Thursday and Friday. I believe they're going to meet oh, on wow. Friday. At Mar-a-Lago? Um, I'm not sure whether it's at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, what a treat that will be. He's going to be <laughs> – so he's doing a rally in Jacksonville on nice. Thursday. Okay. And then he's going to Miami, I believe, for fundraisers. And then he's oh. going to meet with her in Miami. So I don't think it will be at Mar-a-Lago, but it could be at one of the Trump could, properties. Yeah, it could be on the Trump properties, yeah. Um, but good. Well, you know, this, this, this is run of the mill stuff. I mean, um, you know, we'll, we're not going to really find out until Saturday, we, obviously. But it's it's always fun, you know, the anticipation. Yeah, the speculation. I mean, whoever he picks, expect the liberals to absolutely melt down. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be Kavanaugh part two, possibly worse. But I did, you know, I did some research on these two, and I've been back and forth on this. Originally, I thought I was super pro ACB here. Um, yeah, um, that, that's why I kind of want Ashley. But, you know, I, I did some research on this, and some of her rulings relating to lockdowns and uh, forced vaccinations, a little bit shaky, yeah, a little bit shaky. Yeah, you know? but at I, least there's no, like, you know, Second Amendment issues. There's no abortion issues, pro-life issues. There's no, I'm talking the big ticket items she's solid on. They're yeah. not going to be perfect. Let's yeah. all, folks, we all know this. They're not going to be perfect. But I also um, feel like... With the abortion issue being such a front and center thing, it carries a greater electoral risk for us. Yeah. Um, because if you're looking at activating the young, just crazy woman liberal yeah. wing of that party, 
Uh, that it's carries the, a risk. It's the way to do it, but it also activates our base. Yeah, they're going. I mean, they're going to attack over being Catholic. We have a, a exact. I think we have a, a the Catholic vote is now in play. Yeah, you know? I mean, remember, people forget if Romney had won just I think five or six percent more of the Catholic vote, he would have beaten Obama. Yeah. Um, you know, again, it's it's hard because if if there was no COVID, I'll be like problems because for example in north carolina all those college kids on campus right yeah everybody everybody's mostly doing fall semester remotely so a lot of these states that are somewhat competitive because there's thousands of democrat votes from from students you know that they're not going to be there mm-hmm. um also i mean is is, is the democrat vote going to be you know jacked up in like states like new york and california and then new england like those are never in play for us for the electoral math anyway Right, so, I agree. I think that I the mean, um, the math when it comes to you know riling up bases here, which yeah. both sides are going to be riled up yeah, from this for yeah. sure. But I think that in the places that it matters, it riles up conservatives more. Yeah, uh, you know, Michigan, Wisconsin, North yeah. Carolina, places like that. Absolutely. So yeah, I originally was super pro ACB. I'm wavering a little bit on that. Yeah. I think that either You're about pick, to say something about Lagoa, though. I'm sorry about that. Either pick would be good. Yeah. I think that Lagoa. You know where she gets the edge for me? Is this. Latina. The Latina, yeah. Because not only then are they attacking a woman, and she's also yeah. a Catholic. Okay. Right? She's okay. not as ardently, like, outwardly Catholic, yeah. which I think actually could be a pro for us in in carrying the non-practicing evangelical vote. I mean, I did a very deep dive yeah. on this last yeah, night. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that for now, I'm in the Lagoa camp. I'll be happy with either or. I also think that the fact that she's from Florida... That that plays well. Latino, yeah. yeah. You know, Although Trump is outperforming Trump with Latinos. In you Florida. mean Biden? Biden. Uh, <laughs> you said Trump's outperforming Trump. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He uh, is. Trump yeah. is outperforming Trump's performance last time yeah, last with the Latinos. Time, last time. Yeah, I mean Trump and, has to worry. Actually, Trump has to more worry about seniors in Florida right now. But um, yeah, I uh, you know I think either way it's a win for yeah, us. Forty two days. Um, he, he he can change that. And either way. We're going to confirm the justice. It's yeah. only a matter of time. Yeah. Um, how are they in terms of um, – how do you put it here? They're, I, I, from what I – I mean you did more of a deep dive than I did. Mm-hmm. But from what I've read from both of them, they're pretty squeaky clean. Yes, yeah. They, in terms they, of like Democrats can only attack them for being Catholic. They've been which, vetted. The other positive that I see for Lagoa yeah. is that she was confirmed by a much wider margin. It was All 80 right. to 15 All in the right. Senate. Because Whereas AC, uh, Amy Coney Barrett had some solid bipartisan support. But it was only 56. It was only three Dems that voted Dems. with her. Okay. Yeah. So as far as political capital to be able to throw in their face and say, and well, pressure. you just nom- yeah, you just pressure. confirmed her like last year for this position. So yeah. I don't know. Either way, I, I think that a win is a win for us here. But I am curious. I want to hear from our Triggered listeners. Yeah. Email us, triggered at townhall.com. Who is your pick? Here between these two, or an outside, uh, yeah. you know, an outside dark horse. It could yeah. be someone else too. Uh, Trump said yesterday they're reviewing five, uh, can- five nominees, uh, all of which are women. That's which, good. Uh, so you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Yeah. But the history's on our side, and yeah. Sandra Day O'Connor was nominated and confirmed in just thirty-three days. And if President Trump sends his nominee to the Senate promptly after his announcement on Saturday, yeah. uh, we have more time than that. Yeah. And and Justice John Paul Stevens was confirmed in 19 days. Yeah. And Lindsey Graham and Laura Ingram last night said that in terms of the committee, the committee votes locked. Yeah. We have yep. that done. So we can get this done quickly. Yeah, all, there's, yeah. The good thing about this is that we control the timetable. Yeah. It's really up to Lindsey Graham and Mitch yeah. McConnell what the timetable yeah. is. You have it's, the hearing in the Senate, yep. the committee vote, then you move to the floor. Yep. You have, you know, four debate time, yep. which I think it's a mandated like 72 hours or something 72 like that. 72 hours? But that's only uh, three days, right? I that's know, only three still, days. There's going to be some. And well, look, there could, there could, there let could them be do some it. good snippets. There could be exactly. some good snippets for us. So Let them yeah. make fools of themselves because yeah. they will. Yeah. They and if there is – listen, I, I, know, I understand there's, there's – you know, I'm not trying to cast aspersions on people, but I understand that there, that there are some in this country that are still kind of a little wary of, of Catholics or whatever. But hey – I think with all the liberal media nonsense, all the liberal media attacks and the overblowing of everything regarding anything that Trump does, mm-hmm. everyone's going to be behind this person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I mean, hell. I mean, we all got behind a Mormon. Remember, everyone was – well, not us, but the liberal media was like, oh, these Republicans are not going to vote for a Mormon. Well, yeah, we did. We, we did vote for a Mormon. Didn't turn out too well. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we did. Well, it's interesting because I read a tweet last night that was like, there's nothing that can unite – all of the wings and and sects of the Republican Party 
like a Supreme Court fight. Oh, absolutely. We saw that with Kavanaugh, and that's the gamble that we're making here. Yeah. Well, that still stings, too. We still remember that. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of—I think the liberal media and Democrats are really underestimating the damage they did by going after that man with those false sexual misconduct allegations that were total trash. Well, yeah, that dumbass liberal uh, Yashara Lee tweeted yesterday, yeah. like— all the conservatives that I know were radicalized in ways unseen by the Kavanaugh debacle. Yeah. And that still sticks today. Yeah. And that you saw Lindsey Graham when he put out that statement. He's like, you changed the rules. You changed yeah. the norms. And what you did there, you set up what's going to happen here. Yeah. And he said just last night on, I believe he was on uh, Hannity's show, that we're going to have the vote before the election. Yeah. So... I, which is was a shock to me, honestly. I didn't expect him to go full vote. I said maybe hearing, then you vote afterwards. But it seems like they're going to push it through, so it's yeah. going to be an interesting October. Not only will you have that whole Supreme Court fight going on, which, by the way, locks up Kamala Harris in the Senate. Yeah. Uh, she won't be out there campaigning. Not that they're out there campaigning anyway, and yeah. we'll talk more about that. Yeah. But the, the Democrats are ignoring a key context here, right? They say, oh— isn't this hypocritical for what you did in 2016? No, it's not. And even Mitt Romney in his statement this morning said, when you have a Senate that's the opposition of what the president is, you have no duty to entertain. That's the whole role of advice and consent. Yeah. But when it's a, a party that's aligned, we control the Senate, we control the presidency, then you push it through. Yeah. And let's not forget that this president was elected – in large part because of Supreme Court justices. Yes. And then after the Kavanaugh debacle, in a year where there was a blue wave, we gained yes, Senate seats. Yes. And all of the Democrats in swing states that voted against Kavanaugh lost. Yeah. All four of them. Yep. So the the voters put these Republicans there to make choices like this and to confirm judges like this and they're going to do their constitutional yeah. duty and trump has now over 300 oh, he's going to have at least 300 judges mm -hmm. total confirmed so um but more importantly three supreme court yeah, justices that's that is that is quite that is like unprecedented isn't that 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 is quite quite the achievement there. in one term in one oh, term yeah. three in one term well here's the other thing right? just imagine that uh we are blessed with a second term of president trump yeah. You're going to have Clarence Thomas announce his retirement yeah. because he'll be – and if we keep the Senate, he'll be assured of yeah. a strong constitutional conservative filling his role. Yeah, There's been talk about Alito that he wants to retire. Yeah, And if he's assured a strong constitutional conservative, yeah. then he's, he's 70 years old. You're resetting the clock by another 20 to 30 yeah. years in yeah. each of those seats, yeah. right? So then you're at five. Yeah. Then oh, you take a look well, hold at hold on. You got Breyer. Breyer's oldish. Breyer shit. is very old. Yeah. Um. And uh, Sotomayor has health problems. Yeah. She has, you know, she has very bad diabetes. Yeah. The well, only reliable lib that's left is, is Kagan. 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 That's yeah. it. Yep. And of course, I love how everyone's talking about. Well, you can't have a four-four deadlocked court for the election. Everyone just assumes that Roberts would vote with the liberals because yeah. he is a liberal. Yeah. And it's been long said that conservatives, in order to have a truly durable and reliable 5-4 majority, would need six or perhaps yeah. seven yeah. justices. This is – it's robust. This makes it ironclad. And yes. this is an opportunity – I'm sure – and this is – I know I'm preaching to the choir. This is an opportunity that comes once every – maybe every once or twice every – once every generation maybe? Oh, this is – Even this, less? Even fewer? I mean this is super rare. This is like ridiculously rare. 6-3 sees it. Just seize it. This opportunity sakes. is a once-in-a-lifetime. Yeah, once-in-a-lifetime. I so mean, that, that's what I was going for. Conservatives <laughs> have been, you know, waiting for I've been dreaming, decades. Dude, since high school. Yeah. I've been dreaming of this. Decades conservatives have been waiting for this. So now talk. the Dems just expect that when we have this plopped into our lap, we're yeah. not going to seize the moment. And and, yeah. and we'll talk about their threats in a minute because their threats well, are just totally. Before we get to the left threats, can we talk about our side and how and how some people on our side still just can't get it with the fucking program? How well, that's what I was going to bring up. Yeah, is Murkowski and Collins. Well, that too, but also the whole you know da the David French and uh, Jonah Goldberg type saying we shouldn't fill the seat in exchange for Democrats not packing the court. Well, they're not on our side. Yeah, I mean that's. That's very clear is that they pick the side that they're fighting yeah, for they, they, and they it's against that. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pretend to still be conservative. But, 
I mean, how far gone do yeah. you have to fucking be to actually think that that's a good deal? Oh, we're going to trust the Democrats with that. Yeah, and by the way, folks, that's that's been one of the reactions to all this. Is to believe their they're, word. They're, they're going to pack the fucking courts if we do this or whatever. They, they say, oh, we should take the Democrats at their word. What? What, what planet <laughs> are we on? I know. I know. We're going to trust Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and all these other fucking clowns that they're not, they're not going to pack the court? Really? Yep. yep. When, in fact, that's what the base has wanted for. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're talking about filling that, that seat, right? The Democrats have wanted to pack the courts ever since, like, FDR was around. Yeah. So let's just be honest here. It's not surprising to me that Murkowski would oppose us on this. Yeah. Uh, but it is a little bit disappointing that Susan Collins is abandoning us on this. Yeah. Especially in the light of Mitt Romney being on our side. I know. Uh, you know, that seems but, to be. You know, robot. Maine is weird. Maine's got some weird you know, shit. No, it's going weird. On, yeah. This will help. You know, when Cory Gardner came on board, that's certainly going to help him in his state. When yeah. Tom Tillis got on board, that's going to help him in North Carolina, you know, because it shores up the conservative bases there. Maine, it's it's weird. Like, but I like how they had a gov- they had a governor like LePage, yeah, who was like yeah, who was Trump before Trump even yeah. existed. So, but yeah, like, motherfucker was campaigning out there in French too. You, you know, mentioned got French vote. And all. Uh, you mentioned, of course, Tom Tillis, reliable, yeah. great guy. Yeah. Hopefully, he'll great win re-election. Senator. If you're in North Carolina, yes. get your ass out there. Tillis, and vote. 2020. But we need him. What I was pleasantly surprised by, and I expected him to stab us in the back, was Cory Gardner. Yeah. And Cory Gardner stood up and said, you know what, I'm going to stand with my conservative people on this. And it was looking very bleak for his reelection. However, in the immediate aftermath of him announcing that he was going to vote with us, yeah. massive surge in fundraising. Yeah, it's, it's, it's surprising what, you know, the conservative base does when it comes to these fights. Also, Lamar Alexander, Tennessee, yeah. came on board and recently Pat Toomey. Pennsylvania came on board. All the loose ends are tied here. Yeah. I wasn't really doubting Toomey. I think yeah. he just put out a statement after the fact to be like, Alexan- Alexander was the wild card on our side, I think. But with Lamar Alexander, he doesn't yeah. want to be and the he, guy. And he flies under the radar, too, Lamar Alexander. People weren't talking about it. but you know, He didn't want to be the guy, right? Yeah. Because he's yeah. at the end of his uh, tenure yeah. at, at the Capitol. <clears throat> he doesn't want his lasting legacy to be the guy that stopped us. Yeah. From taking this seat, you know? Much better to have your legacy being the last thing I did was vote for a qualified Supreme Court justice, another woman on the court, so... And that's kind of the same thing with McSally, too. Why she got out so fast in front of this on Friday was, you know, she very well may lose her race, but her lasting legacy would be that she put Kavanaugh and whoever this person is onto the Supreme Court. And Lin- know, you know. like I mentioned, uh, yeah. Senator Lindsey Graham last night on Fox News confirmed <clears throat> that we have the votes and plans to do so before the election. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. We're going to have a process that you'll be proud of. The nominee is going to be supported by every Republican in the Judiciary Committee. And we've got the votes to confirm the judge, the justice on the floor of the Senate before the election. And that's what's coming. Lindsay 2.0 yeah, I like seems it. to be in effect. I like it. Hopefully, no reversion. And you know, he's still. You know, he was he was on the committee when um, obviously when all the whole Kavanaugh th- stuff was going down. So you know, yeah, it's fresh in his memory, and he's not gonna he's not gonna diverge or back down. It is full steam ahead. He is like Patton, George Patton and the Third Army on the way to Berlin, unstoppable. <laughs> so, and immediately uh, after RBG died on Friday, mm-hmm. the liberal meltdown begun. Oh, it's um, bad. and it it really is at a whole new level. I wasn't expecting it to be this bad, but it is bad. What did uh, uh, I think you might have wrote about yeah. this? What did AOC have to say about if Trump carries out his constitutional well, duty? Here, two things. One was a little funny. She was like, "Liberals need to come out in force to show Mitch McConnell that he's playing with fire with this vacancy fight." Yeah, like Mitch McConnell's gonna be you know really scared of you. A also mm-hmm. B, you're in the House. This is a Senate matter. Shut the fuck up. Two, they threaten – she's like, you know, we might impeach Trump over this to stop it. And not just President Trump. Yeah. Attorney oh, General Attorney Bill General Barr. Barr too. Yeah. yeah. And then Schumer kind of like pretty – I think Schumer also kind of signed off on – well, he said all options are on the table to block the nominee. So mm-hmm. I guess that means that's an indirect endorsement of that. So, yeah, they're, they're going to impeach Trump for carrying out his constitutionally obligated duty of appointing judges, whereas – you know, they're, they're, they're talking about packing the courts and abolishing the electoral college. Mm-hmm. One is one is 
<laughs> one is under the wall. The other is, you know, insane liberal psycho overreach. Well, but, you, know, you know, whatever. You know what I found interesting? Yeah. Was that he brought out AOC with him. Oh, yeah. I mean, is she the Speaker of the House now? Why wasn't know. Pelosi there with yeah. Schumer? Why did he make the choice to bring her yeah. with him? That's an inter- I mean, that's interesting. Well, me. I think. I mean, I think it's a that. That's definitely a um, uh, keep your enemies uh, closer move. I think. Yeah. Because AOC, listen, she you we all know she wants higher office, mm-hmm. right? I mean, presidency is probably on her list, right? But for you know, first things first, she needs to get something a little bit higher in the, in, in in the immediate Senate. She can primary Schumer, and I think. She could give Schumer a run for his money. When what, is that seat up? Is that 22? I think 20, yeah. Okay. Because remember, there was a fight over... New York lost a congressional seat. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're going to lose. They're going to lose one. Yeah. So there was, there was talk of maybe AOC seat being, you know, done away with, and then she has to, you know, have a primary to, to fight, you know, to, 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 to maintain her presence on the Hill. Apparently, Schumer's sway on the state... Uh, the the New York Democrats, you know, circle is very strong, and I think he, I think if, if everyone was saying if if they were Schumer, you want to keep her there, because if she has to, you know, lose her seat through the redistricting and she's out in the wild, yeah, she could very well just primary Schumer, and then you know she could very well, mo- you know, she could very well win. Uh, I think that might happen no matter what. But Schumer's losing his grasp on control yeah. of the New York Democrats yeah. because yeah. they're going further and further to the left they and are. aligning more yeah. with AOC. Those recent elections really booted out a lot of the old guard. Yep. And, um, you know, at the, but at the time, I mean, right now, I mean, folks, it's, I'm sure you, you've known this already, but AOC's like the <laughs> and most immediate enemy is not the Republicans at all. It's New York State Democrats who are the old guard who are tired of her, of her shit. Yeah. But – yeah, like you said, I mean, the, the new state legislature, sorry, sidebar here, the new state legislature coming in is going to be something akin to, like, communist Cuba, by the way. Mm-hmm. They elected a whole bunch of communists up there, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I, I think that's why, probably, he she was there with him. Yeah, it's you know? it, it was interesting to me. It was just yeah. very interesting. She's she she's going to primary him. I think so. I mean, but, you I know, mean, you know, the thing is, how, is how can she not? The record of senators then becoming president is pretty bleak, right? Yeah, it's not very good. So she doesn't necessarily need that. Yeah. I almost think Governor? that she's going to win her election here, obviously, yeah, right? And then she's good through the end of 2022. Yeah. Theoretically, she could choose not to run for her House seat again in 2022 because she'll probably lose that seat. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that they keep her in in the yeah. redistricting. Yeah. Who knows? But even if she doesn't, if she gets pushed out, she could immediately jump into a presidential campaign at the beginning of 2023 when she's she no could. longer a congresswoman. She could. That's when you're starting the campaign anyway, yeah. right? And she's got a large enough national profile that I don't think she needs to she say, did. oh, I became a senator too. Yeah. That's what – she is definitely going to run for president in 2024. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, so she's get ready for, for president. that. She's going to run for president. But I, I don't – I mean, I don't know. I think uh, – She's yeah. not going to wait. Remember, her, her tagline is that – Oh yeah, you we know. can't wait. Right. I know. Yeah. I know. So but, yeah, yeah, listen, I'm just, you know. Speaking I mean, of She uh, could win any office there in that state. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know, governor, Senate, whatever. But speaking of uh bitches in the Senate. Yeah. <laughs> Senator Maisie Hirono, who's oh, one of our least favorite people on this planet. God. What'd she say now? Uh she said that the Dems will explore, quote, every tool to keep McConnell from shoving this nominee down our throats. That's kinky. Oh God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Corona with the ball gag there, huh, Maisie? (laughs) Well, what she's talking about, and she went on to expand this morning in another interview, is packing the courts. Oh, great. And she says, if the Democrats win the Senate, we're going to pack the shit out of the courts, which should really scare the hell out of everybody. I mean, the threats that they're levying here are... It's extortion. It is. It's fucking extortion. Well, it not only, yeah, it's packing the courts. Yeah. Then they also said, well, we'll also if we win the Senate, we'll also take this opportunity to make D.C. and Puerto Rico states, thereby giving them four more Democrat senators, and the Republicans will probably never hold another majority in their lives. That's what they're also threatening. Oh, wow. Then they say, oh, well, we should also get rid of the Electoral College. Mm-hmm. And Well, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that's there's the no hardest. way they're gonna get three fourths of the statement. That's the state that's the hardest that of yeah. all of them. Yeah. But they're threatening it. Yeah, and not only that, 
They're also threatening that if we don't get our way here, we're going to riot and burn the whole thing down. Oh. And they have countless times where over this past four days since RBG died, they have said that we will burn it down. We will riot. And I'm like, well, what's different than what you're already exactly. doing? So I mean, if, you're gonna, this... if you're going to burn down your section of the city, that's fine. Just make sure the ashes don't come into our side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you wrote about this last night. Yeah. Don Lemon oh, Don last Lem- night had a total meltdown. Oh, my God. A total meltdown. Let's listen to this clip, and then you can talk yeah. about it. No matter what happens, everybody sticks we're to We're going to have to blow up the entire system. And you know what we're going to have to do? No, I don't know about You know that. what we're going to Yes, yeah. what you're going to have to do? You just got to Honestly, from what your closing argument is, you're going to have to get rid of the Electoral College. Because the people... I don't see it. Uh, because the, the minority in this country decides who the judges are and they decide who the president is. is but you that, need a is constitutional amendment to do that. And if Democrats... If Joe Biden wins, Democrats can sack the courts... And they can do that amendment and they can get it passed. Well, you that's need two-thirds vote in the Congress and three-quarters of the state legislature. They may be able to do that. Maybe. Oh, my God. Honestly, they need to double his salary because this stuff is just too good. It's just too good. <laughs> Honestly, keep Don Lemon there forever because these meltdowns, they never get old. They're always entertaining and it always shows how insane these people have become. How insane was this? Unfortunately, on video, but you've got folks. Chris Cuomo was like, slow your roll. Yeah, you, <laughs> you heard him. Wrong. You heard him. I mean, you heard him, but his facial expression was Ooh. "Holy fuck!" <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> yep. he's like, "I don't know about yeah. all that." <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. And then he talks. Basically, he gives him like a ten-second civics lesson about how, like, you're not going to abolish the electoral college because it requires a constitutional amendment. There's no way that three-fourths of the state legislature is going to get behind that. And then. Don Lamont is like, well, if we pack the courts, maybe we could. I'm like, no. But the, yeah. <laughs> That's not how this works, Don. <laughs> it, only, it only showed that he has zero understanding about how a constitutional amendment yeah. works in the first place. Yeah. But to circle back from – to circle back on these violence threats because some yeah. of these are exact quotes here that I pulled down. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Producer pulled down yeah. to give him credit. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, if you can't shut it down, burn it down. That's from uh, Blue Check Mark on Twitter. Another quote, the time has come to burn all this down. We've talked about it, but we got to pony up now. Then another, quote, burn Congress down before letting Trump t- try to appoint anyone to SCOTUS. Another quote, if they even try to replace RBG, we burn the entire fucking thing down. Mm. Is this what we've come to? Yeah. I think one of those people is the author of the book, Raising Better Boys. Yeah. Yep. I'm pretty sure that was one of them. Yep. <laughs> you can't make this up. Uh, Let me tell you something. The American people are not going to take kindly to extortion over yeah. this. And it's basically do what we want or else. Yeah. Well, I mean, and this circles back to on a wider point. You know, they all talk about privilege, right? I mean, mm-hmm. how many times, how many fucking lectures do we have about privilege? This is this is the this is like the apex, you know, example of that. They think they're entitled to win every single election. Mhm. The left, because they feel that they're right or some shit. And this is what happens when they lose or, or when they feel like they're they're losing grip on power. They use violence. Mm-hmm. They threaten violence. That is terrorism. The Democrats are terrorists. So they Pretty go. much. I mean, I honestly. Mean, look at what they've done so far already, and we haven't even had a nominee yet. The yeah. mob is targeting the homes of Senate Republican leaders on the Judiciary Committee. Yeah. We had uh, protesters gathering at the D.C. home of Senator Lindsey Graham early Monday morning at 6 a.m. And their tagline is, if we can't sleep, neither will you. So yeah. they go outside his house at 6 a.m. making loud noises. The police responded and uh, shut the that protest down. They also yeah. gathered this weekend at the D.C. home of uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, which happened to be vacant at the time. He wasn't there, which was hilarious. Then they went to his home in Lexington, Kentucky, he was there, yeah. and the cops promptly stepped in and kept them away from his property. Yeah. We also had protesters at the home of Senator Tom Tillis in North Carolina, and this is just the beginning. Yeah. If they really think that they can personally intimidate like this, they've got another thing coming. Yeah. Um, it backfired with Kavanaugh. It did backfire with Kavanaugh. I, I also think that given how insane things have become, uh, I don't know how big the Capitol Police Force is. They might need to, you know— you know, uh, take some resources from the you know U.S. Supreme Court police and the U.S. Marshals, but I think the we we need to get police protection for all the senators here. 
Oh, I agree. We, we, need, and, we need solid detail, protective details. And I would argue possibly for some of their key staffers because yeah. the left is already threatening yeah. to dox the key staffers on the Judiciary Committee, yeah. which they did for a few last time. Yeah, they did. You remember that? They did. And they it was – wasn't it a, a Democrat congresswoman's staff that did yeah, that from the Capitol? Yeah. And he's going yeah, – I think, I think he went to jail yeah. for that. Um, so, so I mean, I mean, I mean this is – uh, you know, Capitol Police protects the the you know the members of the of uh, Congress. You know the Supreme. You know this is a the judiciary matter. So the U.S. Marshals, I think, could be roped into this, mm-hmm. right? So make sure that the make sure that our courts function. I think this is a, a well. Key I part think of that. there can't be any shortage of law enforcement. No, we can't. And I think you're also you're already seeing Get local law enforcement involved too. Right, you're already seeing states. law enforcement across the country preparing for not only. Uh, civil unrest and potential riots in relate in relation to the election, but now I think that this has also played into it, in that uh, when, when not a matter of if yeah. when the GOP confirms this nominee, yeah. there is likely to be riots. Oh, there's gonna be riots. I mean, they're 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 saying it right. Yeah, there's gonna be riots. I mean, I'll look, take them look, at their word. Look how they reacted when Trump won the election. Yeah. I mean, there's gonna be riots. There's there's gonna be massive unrest, and I think that uh, you know. Uh, God bless our police who are going to have to deal with this after after a whole summer of abuse and denigration and mm-hmm. vilification and, and nastiness. Uh, they're going to have to get out there on the front lines and, and stop this. And and we can't we can't be pussyfooting around this now. Yeah. When this happens, like we need to get tear gas out. Um, and, you know the 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 cavalry out, <laughs> the the horse mounted units out or something. Well, the thing is, a lot you of these put it down. You can't have these people burning the shit down because they've already burnt like almost. The entire communities that they live in. As Here's now. the problem: the yeah. most leftist cities that are most likely to have the rioting. Yeah. A lot of them have put new crowd control procedures oh. into place that ban the use of non-lethal techniques oh, such as tear gas and pepper oh, yeah. balls Seattle, and stuff like that. Seattle did that, didn't they? Yeah. How ironic, right? No. And a lot of this opposition to us filling this seat is at least emotionally based around what they say is Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dying wish. She apparently dictated the statement to her granddaughter at some point before her passing that, quote, my most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president is installed. Well, that's very nice, but that don't mean shit. Well, you know, we... It doesn't. It's not law. We were a little bit confused, so we checked the Constitution about three times. Yeah. Couldn't find a dying wish clause. It's not there. That's interesting, but... You know, it really is interesting to me because RBG, one, wouldn't have wanted the threats of violence. No. She was not about that. No. Nor, remember, she was against Colin Kaepernick's protest. Yeah. And a lot of the social justice left was nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, they they, they dug them up and and they're going nuts. They've also found out that she didn't hire enough black law clerks. Yep. Um, yeah, not even RBG can escape the problem, the, the woke mob folks, which is really sad. Shows you where, where things are going. And also, you know, she, she was against court packing. Right. For the very reason, you know, we, we, you know listen, we all know that the, the, the whole process is politicized, right? Mm-hmm. But she's like, listen, let's just keep it at nine. And if we do the court packing, then it is mm-hmm. a wholly power-grabbing, partisan, political clown show. Um, and she, she was against it. So maybe if Democrats want to honor her wishes, truly, they shouldn't. They should stop with the fucking threats of packing the court and threats of violence and threat. Yeah, and, and threats of violence. Yes. For me, the whole dying wish thing. A lot of people are like, "Oh, that's probably made up." You know, I don't think it was made up. I, I don't think, think so that either. I think she, she. I think she did say it. I think she said it. But to me, it shows just a total disrespect for the Constitution Mm -hmm. because she didn't own that seat. No. Right? No. That's a seat of the people. And yes, she held it for a very long time. Yeah. 27 years. Yeah. But to just say, oh, well, she owns the seat and she wanted this, there's no dying wish. Exactly. I mean, that, and that was the main crux of Schumer's, like, thing. Like, you have no right to fill it because she said that. Well, no, Chucky. Yeah. That's not how this works. And... You know, I, let's be honest, folks. I mean, I think there's a there's a within liberal circles, they're not being very outwardly vocal about this. Mm-hmm. But I think there are a lot of liberals who are quietly saying to themselves, "You know what? My God, I, she should have retired under Obama, mm-hmm. because then we would have had a young liberal. We could the liberal wing could have not have been chipped away or as vulnerable as it is now, and she she messed up. And you know what? She did. 
You know, I think she was really, I think like most people, she thought Hillary Clinton was going to win the election. Yeah. And then she probably would have retired soon afterwards and Hillary Clinton would have been able to pick, you know, the first female president was picking her successor. What a story to tell, right? Well, yeah. that didn't happen. So, you know what? We won the election. You guys lost the election, and now we're gonna pick the now we're gonna pick the um yeah her her successor. That's how this works. So, I know. think I think the bigger thing is she was so adamantly opposed to court packing. Yeah, but that's what they've jumped to now immediately. They say, okay, well, if you fill this seat, we're gonna pack the court with liberals if we win the election. Yeah. Also, I good, mean, good luck with that. It wasn't popular when FDR. Was, uh, right. Was I mean right. even even FDR's own party on on the Judiciary Committee held that up. Mm-hmm. I mean it was not. <laughs> I mean I, I'm sorry. I I can go on forever about that. The problem uh, is, there's not much to stop them from doing that. Should they win the Senate and the presidency? Oh, because there were. I mean at the time FDR there were, there, were, there was procedures like filibusters yeah. and stuff. Like well, you that. had the yeah. sixty vote the 60 threshold vote thing. Yeah, now they're gonna get. You know they got they they laid the the foundations to get rid of that. They're gonna get rid of the legislative filibuster. It's ridiculous. Yeah, if you t- I mean if they take the Senate and the presidency, God yeah, forbid, help God us forbid. all. Yeah, I know. But what we face is total. Annihilation. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. They, they've been very clear of this. They will end the legislative filibuster. So not only will it be the uh, court filibuster, the judicial filibuster, but the legislative filibuster will be gone. They would only need 50 votes plus the tie-breaking vice presidential vote. So that means they can push through anything that they want to. That would be court packing. That would be statehood for Puerto Rico and D.C., which they are already talking about, which would be an automatic four-Democrat senator addition, which would likely lock us out of ever winning a Senate majority ever again. They're talking about things like Green New Deal, minimum mandatory $15 minimum wage across the country, federally instated. Oh, my God. You're talking about – I mean it's just the liberal socialist wish list. Yeah. You're talking about socialized medicine. I mean, the list goes on and on here. It really is scary. It is. You got carbon taxes. They're going to raise the corporate taxes. They're going to raise personal income taxes. Any tax that they can find, they will do. Yeah. And we'll have no way to stop it. Literally no way. There's one for you, 19 for me, as that old Beatles song uh, goes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a so, tax man. <laughs> So it's it's very yeah. uh, daunting. It is. You know, this is, is certainly a gamble what we're doing here, and hopefully it's going to pay off. I think so. But yeah, yeah. I do too. I mean, because you have to admit, I mean, where I mean, what really would have helped us, honestly, and the reason why that you know people talk about, you know, I'm sure you folks are. I've, I've been following this. I hope. Mm-hmm. Where Where's the COVID relief bill? Yeah. Well, we know what happened. Apparently, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are colluding because they know that a giving a legislative win to Trump this close to the election is 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 not good politically for them. And also, Chuck Schumer thinks that a COVID relief bill would help Senate Republicans maintain the majority. So yeah. they're dragging their feet. So we have no legislative victory there. So you know what? That's fine. We got an even sweeter SCOTUS win, and yeah. I think this will help us maintain our majority and possibly expand it. Yeah, I hope so. I, I mean, Doug Jones is gone. Doug Jones can can vote for you know whoever Trump picks, and he's still going to be voted out because mm-hmm. it's Alabama, and that was a fluke. Yeah, I'm sorry. John James uh, is a is a positive prospect that we've got for us, and yeah. I I believe the SCOTUS fight can significantly help him. Yeah, um, I think the polling there, I think the polling in Michigan in general, up and down the ticket is off. Yeah, obviously, it's definitely off for Trump. I think it is tied, or he's leading by two. Yeah, let's well, let's circle back oh, to the state of the that. race. But again. I also think that that John James might be a little bit more ahead because yeah. I saw one poll where he's down fifteen. I'm like, that's that's there's no fucking way. Yeah, I just want to I want to <laughs> wrap up that. this SCOTUS portion. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah let's go, let's go. Uh, but speaking of polls, mm-hmm. a new survey result that was released on Saturday: sixty seven percent of adults in America believe the Senate should hold a hearing if a vacancy occurred mm-hmm. within the race. Mm-hmm. There are some new polls that have come out afterwards that Dems are trying to use to say, oh look. It's a uh, you know people are against it, but it's really just a fifty fifty split at worst. So yeah. I I think I mean either way we're gonna do it. Yeah. So yeah. Regardless of what happens there, uh, quick segment of law and order here. Uh, Representative Ilhan Omar, the terrorist lover herself Ooh. from Minnesota, tweeted on Friday saying that ICE is still deporting individuals like Somalis, which is so cruel because of COVID nineteen. She says it's cruel. Oh. 
Well, get them out. Yep. Get them out. And yep. you know why? The ones that she was saying that shouldn't be sent out were hardened criminals. Oh. And you can find the list of those criminals on townhall.com if you'd like to look deeper into it. Uh, we also have a looming crisis in Louisville. Yes, we do. Uh, Louisville is bracing for the grand jury's decision on the fate of the three police officers involved in the death of Breonna Taylor. Uh, it's rumored that a decision could come as early as this afternoon, quite possibly even before this episode is released. Yeah. Uh, Louisville police have declared a... I know I'm saying it wrong. Louisville. 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 <laughs> have, have police have declared a state of emergency. They've canceled vacations. They've set up barricades around the courthouse and police station in preparation for announcement of the charges. The question is, how bad will the riots that result from this be? Um, so I, I, that's something that worries me. Uh, yeah. Prayers out to all of our people Barricades, down there. Barricades, it's bad. I mean, and the man that's at the center of this charging decision, Daniel Cameron, is one of my favorite up-and-coming stars in the GOP. So yeah. hopefully things go well for them down there. Uh, in other news, the COVID vaccine. We expect to have a vaccine for every American by April, is what President Trump said on Friday. All right. And that's interesting because Joe Biden said that we won't have a vaccine for every American until the end of 2021 at the earliest yeah. and that life wouldn't be able to go back to normal by yeah. then. Well, he also said that 200 million Americans have died from COVID. Yeah, he said that on Sunday. He did. It's he news did. to me. Yeah. Maybe, I, guess, I guess we're dead. Maybe hey, we're folks, dead. We're in heaven. Yeah. We're in maybe heaven. we're all dead. Who yeah. knows? I, Actually, I, really I wouldn't know. say this is heaven. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be Purgatory. heaven. Purgatory. You, you know what? It'll, it'll be heaven if... Yeah. We fill the seat and we yeah. win the election. That'll yeah. Then it'll be If heaven. we get 400 House seats, 75 <laughs> Senate seats, and Trump can be president forever, then it'll be heaven. And President <laughs> Trump also went on to slam Joe Biden at the Democrats, specifically Kamala Harris, for being anti-vaxxers and fear-mongering about this vaccine solely because it's being developed under President Trump. Uh, so I did want to talk about the state of the race here because that's been a common request from our listeners is that we uh, we deep dive into this. We've done this a few times before. We're going to do it again real quickly here today, so bear with us. Nationally, in the presidential race, how do you think we're looking right now? Uh, what states are you concentrating on? What states do you think we're heading and locked mm -hmm. up and, yeah. and things like that? I think we are uh, – I think it's, I think it's not a dead heat. I think that we're going to probably pull a little ahead with the SCOTUS fight. I, I, I think that this this helps Trump more. The one thing I don't, I haven't been following up on, and it, 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 apologies for this. You, you might know this. How are we looking for the, the jobs report, the economic numbers? The jobs report. Yeah. Well, because it's coming out soon. He always says in his speeches. I think because he says we're gonna have a good a good quarter. So, um, we still got the economic wind to our back. His approval rating is is ticking up. I don't know if you saw that. It's ticking up. Trump's approval rating is ticking up. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I think we're in great position. Uh, to win this election, I am focusing on um, Pennsylvania right now, and I think that you know, given the fact that Joe Biden had his town hall in Lackawanna County, is no uh, shock there. Mm -hmm. He has to do well in that county. If he doesn't do well, uh, and he's not right now, there's a GOP surge in that county in terms mm -hmm. of registration. Um, he's not going to win the state. So it's no shock that also Pennsylvania decided to extend the mail-in ballot deadline by like two fucking weeks. Can you believe that? And I think they did it in Michigan and I think Wisconsin too. So the, st <laughs> the states that, that, are, that, that, are, that are the no-brainer states uh, regarding this election are all uh, trying to make it easier for Democrats to steal this election. I think Trump's going to win Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, uh, on a sidebar note, folks, I know early voting has begun. You're going to hear a lot of stories about the lines are out the door, how... You know, people are lining up to cast their ballots early. It means absolutely nothing until Election Day, until they're counted. It mm -hmm. is not a gauge on who's going to win or who's not going to win. So, well, and that's um, what's happening here you know in Fairfax County. It's like it's like a second level, like another layer of like suppress. You know, the suppression yeah. polls. It's a second layer of that suppression tactic of well, because you know when people vote in mass, Democrats usually win, which is not true. Right. Um, you know, then don't go bother. Well, guess what? We're still going to vote. Trump people, we vote. We vote like crazy. Here's an interesting this thing. Band. So they're doing that here in Fairfax County. They're like, oh, yeah. the lines are two hours long. I'm like, well, those people are just morons. Yeah. Because here in Fairfax County, here's how the early vote works. Yeah. Just this last Friday, early voting opened only in one location at the main government center here in yeah. Fairfax County. Yeah, I saw, I saw the photos. Man. In the middle of October is when the satellite locations open up in each 
government-centered district of Fairfax County. Fairfax County is huge. It There's 1.4 million people. Yeah. It spans nearly all of Northern Virginia. Basically, everywhere around the Beltway is Fairfax County. Yeah. So, Little there's another East. nine sites that open on the 16th, right? So, I see all these people waiting in line. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Know, what are you doing? We're going to go vote early, but we're going to wait till our satellite yeah. location opens up just down the road for our house yeah. here. Yeah. And so, that's one thing. And you're right. I think they use that as a suppression exactly. tactic. Oh, look at all these people voting. You know, there's no way. But okay. here's the thing. Whatever. Like you just said mm-hmm. about... Earl, or high turnout doesn't necessarily mean it's a Democrat vote. No. There was a study that was done just uh, last week that there is this block of 45 and over white working class men that traditionally have been very low propensity voters, and they didn't vote for Trump last time, but they are damn well motivated to this time. Ooh. And if he turns those people out, oh, he will. it's game over. Yeah, he will. It's game over. Yeah. And I think right now... These polls are such manufactured trash. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There is no way, no way that Biden is up by more than four points right now. Yeah. yeah. Look at the behavior of yeah. the campaigns. Yeah. Look at the behavior of the individual candidates. Yeah. Right. And look at the key counties. Look how Biden's doing in key counties too. Yeah. I mean, like 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 we've said before, you know, he's probably going to win Miami Dade. Is it? Is it? Is it at numbers that that suggest like a national land, like a like a landslide? No. You mean Biden? Will Biden. Win sorry. Win. Yeah, Biden will win a national landslide. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, well, how? I mean, you you cannot be up eight to twelve and be sucking in Miami Dade County. You can't be up eight to twelve and have problems in in Pennsylvania. Well, it's, it's just, not that he's sucking in Miami Dade. Yeah. It's that he's not running up the margin that he needs to to offset the rest of Florida. Oh, from like the panhandle. It's not like he's losing in Miami. No, no, no. no I'm saying like I'm and, and a Democrat I, would I never lose. I don't Miami. expect him to lose, but like the, I, I meant that he's not doing well enough that would suggest what the polls are saying. Yes, and if you look at the voter registration numbers in Pennsylvania, for example, oh my Bucks the County, G, oh the my GOP God. is up a net one hundred thousand registrations over yeah. the Democrats in the last four years. Yeah, you have a massive change in ancestral Democrat voting areas that are shifting to Trump in ways that no one could have imagined, maybe besides Selena Zito, who wrote yeah, about yeah, it in yeah. her book, yeah. The Great Revolt. If yeah. you really want an insight into the political realignment that's happening and has happened in this country, her yeah. book really saw it coming from miles away. It did. The Great Revolt, fantastic. And she was the only one that did. Yeah. So and also, I don't believe yeah. for a second yeah. that Biden is up by this much. I think that in the popular vote, he may be up by two or three points. But let's not forget that if, if President Trump loses the popular vote by anything less than four points, he wins. he's pretty much assured an Electoral College victory. Yeah. And if you look at the states where it truly matters right now, yeah. in the top battlegrounds, yeah. especially in the Rust Belt, yeah. President Trump has momentum. Yeah. Look at Minnesota, yeah. which could be a pickup. Yeah. I mean, if he picks up Minnesota... It's, it's game, game over. Game over. Also, and also, sorry, also in Florida, you know, over the past, you know, I think uh, this is about two, two a week, a week or two ago, but there, there's been a ten, almost a six to ten point shift in six weeks in Florida towards Trump. Yeah. So I'm not concerned about Florida. Yeah, I'm not I already either. have Florida in our column. Yeah, I think same so thing too. with North Carolina. I think so. Too. Not concerned about that. And yeah. and but again, like you just said, if Trump wins Florida, then there's no way Biden's up eight to twelve. It just, it just, it just, well, can't, not to can't mention happen. just can't happen that these, you know, these odds makers, right? Oh, that put God. out like Nate Silver, who everyone yeah. for some reason, I'm not going to use a sexual term there, but <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, they all love him, right? Even yeah. though he got 2016 totally wrong. Yeah. He says that, oh, Biden has a 78% chance of winning. Yeah. Well, if you take Florida away from that, his chance of winning drops below 50% immediately. It does. It does. Yeah. And puts us in the favored yeah, seat. Absolutely. Puts us in the driver's seat, right? Absolutely. So that's a that's a fundamental misconception that these people that are trying to handicap this race are coming from. Yeah. Is that Biden has a chance in Florida. Yeah. Notice where Biden is campaigning when he leaves his basement. Oh yeah. It's Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Yeah. If he, We've shifted the yeah, battleground. If he's up uh, if he's up eight to twelve, why is he going to those states, Storm? Exactly. Why is he going there? Exactly. Also, and then people are gonna say this. Well, the 2018 polls are usually right, right? Okay, yes. At the same time, Trump is not at the top of the ticket. Mm-hmm. People don't. People forget Trump voters respond to who's at the top of the ticket. It's Trump running. 
Also, some of these Democrats voted. Uh, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> some of these Trump supporters voted for Democrats in the twenty eighteen, which was terms, dumb. Which is, <laughs> but again, just shows you that you can't. This coalition, they will vote for Democrats too. You know, it's yeah. not. It's not a. It's not a reliably Republican base. There are a lot of economic progressives in the Trump coalition, but Trump is running now, and they want him back. So, um, I think there's going to be. I think the sh- there's the shy Trump vote is out there again still. Mm-hmm. You have soft Trump voters who are absolutely appalled by the rioting. The rioting, I mean, forget. I mean, the Scotus thing is 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 the cherry on top of the Sunday, but the base of this is, was the nonstop rioting. Really pushed a lot of these soft Trump voters back into the camp. It certainly swung independents back into our camp. Yeah. So. Um, and it, like I said earlier, yeah. if there's one thing that can galvanize all of the different sects of the Republican Party together, yeah, it's the Supreme Court. Yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely. So this may bring home that slightly anti-Trump voter that says, well, you know what? These Dems are now threatening to pack the court, completely change our way of governance. Yeah. That's too radical for me. I may not like Trump's personality, but you know what? It's normal. Yeah. It's normalcy. Uh, It's normalcy. And not normalcy in the factor that like. Of political news, yeah, but normalcy in the factor of America stays yeah, America. Exactly, we're not going to have like a thirty-member Supreme Court that's you know ridiculous or more. Or that's what Trump said last night. Yeah. He's like, I always hear you know people that some of them don't like my personality. Who gives a damn about personality? It's yeah. how you get the job exactly. done. And he and he has gotten stuff done. Not to mention, by the way, all this peace that just keeps happening. I know across the world. Did you see the news that peace just broke before? Not just the Middle East anymore. Peace in the Korean Peninsula. What? The South Korean president just declared, minutes before we came on air here, that the Korean War is over and they are going to attempt normalization with the North Koreans. Oh, damn it. I don't see that's we were, one, see that's one area I don't want peace. I want well, yeah. I want to take that bitch over. But let's not forget <laughs> we were supposed to be in World War Three already. Oh, there yeah, was yeah. supposed to be millions oh, yeah. of bodies in the street. It was yeah. supposed to be a nuclear holocaust. Trump tweeted something nasty at Kim Jong Un. He's going to launch a nuke. Remember mm-hmm. that one? He's going to launch a nuke. Rocket Man. So that's that where the really presidential races. <laughs> really yeah, Rocket Man. Rocket Man. <laughs> the tweets were great. Oh, the tweets but, are fantastic. So that's where the presidential races here. You this know. map is ridiculous. The, the oh, there clear, you go. Oh, the wait. real clear politics map is oh laughable. Oh, my God. It's laughable. I mean... Well, because we're using all the averages from, like, registered voter polls from, like, four months ago. Included yeah. into the formula. You can't fucking use those anymore. What I find interesting is that I think Trump will carry all of the states he did last time, except yeah. for potentially Arizona, which is in between. Arizona is a pure toss-up but right now. If we get that, though. But the Supreme Court yeah. may drive Arizona into our column. Yeah. Nevada is showing signs of being a true toss-up with the change really? with the change in Hispanic support. Wow, because usually because usually the, the the unions have an iron grip on that state, and Ve- the Vegas unions have an iron grip in that. But state. But you have unions, and and some union brass that are splitting with the Dems oh, and going towards Trump. Wow, and. All right. I think he picks up Minnesota. So I think he will be at or above so like, his electoral vote. So 325, 335. No, like 318 to 325. Okay. Also, there's a chance he picks up New Hampshire. A lot of whites. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, just to true. put it bluntly, that's just how it goes. A lot I, of whites. And he almost won that state last time, remember? Yep. And, but, and now there's a Supreme Court fight to buoy this. So, yeah, uh, yep. yeah I agree. And... Uh, I want to take a look here at the Senate race as well, okay, because that's... the Senate race is very interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah, for a long time it was oh the Dems are gonna easily pick up the Senate right it's the it's the Dems to lose yeah okay well this Supreme Court battle I think completely changes that yeah. but there's surprise it, motherfucker there's a lot of things here they're assuming that Joni Ernst is gonna lose in Iowa uh, totally disagree with, this, with the Supreme Court fight now. Those people are going to yep. absolutely – the conservative base is now going to get more riled up behind her. So. Yep. North Carolina, I think Tillis is going to win. Yep. Okay. Maine, Susan Collins, that's a true toss-up. I have no – Yeah, but I have no Sarah Gideon is not up 12 in that state. No, that, I agree That's with another that. crazy people poll right there. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but it's, that's a true toss-up. She's probably within six. Something that's not even being discussed in this Real Clear Politics map as a toss-up yeah. is Michigan – I I don't know that that's the case. I uh, or no, they did actually move it to the toss up column, which is interesting. Ooh, that's interesting. Look at that. Okay, they have Montana in toss up. Totally disagree with that. Who's as running well. against Steve Daines? Bullock. 
You remember good old uh, Steve Bullock? Bullock is a good candidate to run against Danes, though. Yeah, but I'm just I, I'm, I'm not still, saying I'm not saying that he'll 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 win. I'm just saying I like, still am not concerned presidential yeah. year. If it was it a non-presidential true. year, yeah. maybe concerned, right? Yeah. Uh you have the two Georgia Senate races. I think either way we end up with two Republicans out of that state. Mm-hmm. Um I'm kind of rooting for a uh Collins Lawful runoff in the one cuz yeah. that would be really exciting. Oh yeah. Although I'm not sure that, you know, if at that point we're secured the seats, so that's really yeah, where my exactly. caring stops, but yeah. Arizona you know, Arizona was looking for a long time like uh, China Mark Kelly. He loves China, by the yeah. way. It was looking like he may have that locked up. This pulls that back. Yeah. This Supreme Court fight pulls that back because co- McSally yeah. is a – she came out right away. Yeah. Let's see what the polls look like in a couple weeks when, we, uh, when yeah. this question is fielded. But, uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. And yeah. Cory Gardner. Yeah. That was long looking like a total loss. I mean, yeah. this could bring it back. Who knows? The gamble is – just like in 2018 during the midterms with Kavanaugh, yeah. is that we will benefit from the Supreme Court fight. So yeah. the bottom line is get out there and vote. Yeah. Vote early. Yep. Not vote often because no one needs to go to jail for fraud. But vote early. And do not vote by mail. Yeah. Don't entrust your vote to the United yeah. States Postal Service. Yeah. That union already backed – Biden, all right? They endorse Biden. You don't yep. think they're going to destroy Republican ballots? They certainly will. They are going to do everything they can to steal this election. Mm-hmm. Because that's all they can do. Because they got nothing. Their agenda is nothing. Yeah. So, yep. get out there and vote. Get energized. And also, do what, do what um, you know, we had Mark Lauder on, on the on the podcast last week, folks. I'm sure you remember that interview. Mm-hmm. Just find one. You're, you're going to the polls. We know that. Find one other person. Yep. To bring the polls with you, and we can we can really seal the deal here. Just one, just one, just one person, just one person. Yeah, I so. will be I I will be paying multiple people to vote. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be paying multiple people to change their vote ballot. So that's uh, where we no, are with no. The I Senate. kid, I kid, I kid. Yeah, he's definitely kidding. <laughs> I'm definitely kidding. FEC. Yeah. Um. He, <laughs> I think that this is that's where we are with the Senate. You know, the House. I it really comes down to turnout. With the House, I mean, that's going to hinge Whoa, on a lot of things. The SCOTUS thing will jack up the turnout, man. Yeah, but and, it, it and, jacks it up on both sides, though. And yeah. I think. Yeah, but these that, are all our leading districts, though. The ones that we need to win back to retake the House. Yeah, but. I mean, it'll, it'll, going back. It'll, it'll come down to, you know, razor thin margins, but I think we could, we could at least increase our, uh, increase our hold in the House with this, I think. You mean gain back some gain of the back seats some we seats. lost? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's possible. I mean, that goes back to my theory of you know bringing in the soft GOP voter back into the fray. Yeah. Um, I just don't know that it's the house is really like yeah. It's it's a tall lift to get all of those seats back. It is. You know? I mean, twenty five seats is a lot, but you know you have you know I mean forget the SCOTUS thing. I'm sure. Um, folks, I don't know if you know this, Elise, uh, Alyssa Slotkin, I mm-hmm. believe, she was in one of those districts. She was on CNN saying, you know, I'm going to stay here in D.C. until COVID relief bills pass. And then 40, less than an hour later, she was spotted in D.C.A. fleeing <laughs> to go back home. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's those things matter. Because, thing especially is, in that district because she keeps saying that people keep asking her about that bill. So you got that she has to deal with plus the SCOTUS thing. Yeah. I think there's going to be a turnout surge. I, I think we can take back that seat, honestly. The thing right now is if you look at the house map. Let's see okay, here, this house map here. The uh, – in in these ratings, which you know the ratings oh are the ratings, God. but but it they're somewhat realistic here. Okay, yeah. so as of right now, in order to take back the majority, the Republicans would need to win all of the safe seats and all of the lean GOP seats, and essentially run the table on the toss ups, which will be difficult to do. Yeah, that's thirty one toss ups, right? Yeah, and that would just barely get us to two nineteen. So. Not saying it's impossible. It's a shot. But I'm not saying yeah. that it's – it's not – it's certainly not as likely as the yeah. Republicans holding the Senate. No. It's trending in our direction. Four months ago, I would have said let's let's not let's not hold our – let's not bet the mortgage on this. Yeah. But you know what? Right now, I'm, yeah. willing, I'm willing to make a bet that we can get a slim majority. Let's not I'll, forget. I'll, I'll, I'll take those odds. Let's not you? forget in, in President Trump's 2016 election, we dominated and took the House. Yeah. So if Trump gets the same sort of layout of votes, then it's very possible that we could take back the I House. I think he will. 
So because there's remember there's also zero enthusiasm for Biden in some of these districts. Yeah, and speaking of Biden, let's do the Biden gaffe of the yeah. day here. Because Joe Biden seems to have somehow stumbled through the Pledge of Allegiance. Roll that clip. America, I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. One nation, indivisible, under God, for real. Oh, I my mean, God. I, I, oh my, I, I, I missed that. Oh, my God. He, he didn't. He, I mean, oh, my God. Yeah, he, it was basically. you got to be kidding me, Joey. It's basically another, you know, the thing. Yeah, the, the thing, thing moment. The thing. Somebody uh, didn't. Listen, someone didn't. You know, successfully plug in the program of the day into the pod person, so that there must be a malfunction. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. All right, so we got some <laughs> listener uh, emails here. Yes, that's from awesome. our uh, good, good friend Caitlin. She says, "Hello, love the podcast. Been listening since you first started. Oh, thank you, Caitlin. Oh, we appreciate nice. that. And I love that she she came up with this phrase. We may have to start using it. That we've made Tuesdays and Thursdays great again." Uh, her and her fiance Kyle live in central Wisconsin, uh, which would be stone cold blue if Stevens Point and Madison were the only towns here. But the truth is, everywhere you look in this part of the state, there's Trump signs, Trump flags, uh, American flags with Trump styled as Rambo. That's a good one. Ooh. I got to get one of those. Yeah. And uh, painted hay-, hay bales on the side of the road. And <laughs> she said, You use what you got. I really like that. Yeah. Uh, in addition, her and her fiance were in Tomahawk, Wisconsin this past weekend for a bike rally. Shout out to any listeners who were there too, she likes to say. And the enthusiasm for Trump runs very deep up there as well. Trump masks, shirts, and Trump 2020 uh, cheers over the crowd. Uh, most bikers flock here from within Wisconsin, but there were quite a few who came from Minnesota, Michigan, and Illinois as well. Uh, it was the wow. time of our lives to be able to let loose and embrace our support of the God Emperor. Nice. I like that. And <laughs> let God me tell Emperor. you, folks, Tomahawk County—that's a key county. It Tomahawk is. Tomahawk is key. So that's, is. that's that's all good. Again, all good things. All mm-hmm. good things. And she wants to know if we'd ever have a member of the Daily Wire on our podcast. We'd love to, and that's actually a great idea. I'll yeah. try to reach out to them. Yeah. Um, from an anonymous friend in California, she says. Your podcast has been a godsend, truly a breath of fresh air to hear like-minded people. Even in this blue swamp, I've seen Trump flags, signs, and shirts throughout Orange County, which is Huntington Beach, Newport Beach, Costa Mesa, and San Clemente, and parts of San Diego. I do believe there are still a lot of silent supporters. I myself wear MAGA gear in Trumplandia, a.k.a. Orange County, but I'm more hesitant to wear items around certain parts of L.A., not sure if my car will get set on fire or if someone might, air quote, peacefully protest in front of me. And that brings up a good point. If Trump can retake Orange County, not only will that have a huge effect on all the house oh, seats that are man. there, but if if Trump can cut into the margins in California, yeah, I think so. I mean, that's it's very possible. Let's also not forget in twenty eighteen the Democrats stole those seats. Yeah, that yeah. Ball, I, I'm sorry, I know, folks. I sound, like a, I sound like a broken record, but that ballot harvesting that needs to be investigated. It's true. Yeah. In the second, if we get a second term, that should be investigated because that is ripe for fraud. Yep. Just show up to people and get their votes. That's literally what that is. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. And she goes on to say, I'm Latina, not Latinx. Totally agree with you on yeah, what, that. Yeah, what that's the, total that's, load yeah, of bullshit. That's woke, full bullshit right She's there. a daughter of immigrants, and she can't. She says, I can't tell you how much backlash I get because I'm a Trump supporter. To them, I am a race traitor and a boot sniffer. I hear so many comments that Trump is divisive. False. The left is infamous for canceling anyone who does not believe the same and for hating Latinas like myself. She can't wait for the debates. Dems can't turn a blind eye to Haydn's dementia. (laughs) CNN's town hall was a joke. I asked tougher questions to my clients. Keep up the good work. And from Cynthia, she says, it would be great to hear more talk and analysis of the House and Senate races. Well, there you go, Cynthia. That was just for you. And we'll we'll keep this going, too, now. Yeah, she says, uh, I fear we'd be worse off winning the presidency and losing the Senate than winning more seats in the Senate and losing the presidency. That's an interesting uh, uh, comment. You know, I was actually talking about this this morning with one of my friends, that the Senate has to be our insurance policy. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe we'll do some Obamagate style yeah, shit too yeah, on the yeah. way out yeah, if we yeah. lose the presidency. Yeah, yeah. But I, I truly do believe that they're really paired like Siamese twins. Yeah. I, I think that if we lose the presidency, the Senate goes along with it because just because of where the states are based this year, the swing states are all presidential battlegrounds. So I think it's truly going to swing in one way or the other. I don't know that there's going to be a split among those two. But in my mind, I agree with you. Uh, if worse came to worse and I had to pick one or the other, 
I would pick holding the Senate simply because... It's stopgap. Yeah. It's a buffer. I mean, yeah. you have to control at least one of the chambers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for me, I mean... I mean, the presidency would act as right, that yeah, too. It would. it would be a split government it regardless. It would. Uh, but if, if it's just Trump with a fully Democrat Congress... Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. We're not getting any more judges. Yeah. The, you know, there's yeah. nothing happening there. So. And there might be an impeachment vote. Again. Correct. Again. Yeah. So. Yeah. And they may yeah. even yeah. conjure up the votes to remove. Who knows? Yeah. But all right. Yeah. So that's the show for today. We will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. We will have someone from the RNC on to talk about the Supreme Court. We're still working on who the guest is, uh, but it may be someone very pivotal. So uh, we will be back here on Thursday, of course. Give us your five-star ratings and reviews. We love them all. Thank you all to uh, to those of you that have posted. Shout out to Horsey Kathy. Thank you for your five-star review. We will always stand up for what's right here on Triggered, and we'll give you the news that the lamestream liberal media does not want you to hear. Of course, if you want more podcast content, go check out War for the White House. That's our town hall media election podcast. I did an episode this past Friday uh, with Katie Pavlich and Stephen Cruiser. It was a good one. Obviously, it was before the Supreme Court became the central issue of this election, but there's a new one that's being recorded today by some of our good friends, so go check that out as well. We will see you on Thursday for another episode of Trigger. See you then.